Value Town is a production of ChamMV TV. Find out all show information and details at ChamMV.tv. Value Town is directly supported by listeners like yourself via patreon.com slash valuetown. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 125 of Value Town. I'm Jan Man V, and joined today, of course, by Allie and Jackie. What's up, guys? Hello. Hey. Hello. How are we doing? Doing good. Doing good, man. Doing well. <laughs> Definitely doing good. well. So, how's your week been? Anything crazy happened so far? First couple days? Um. Well, I've been kind of memeing around but today i like raced to legend with this priest deck that we'll talk about race in a bit to legend. But yeah like i've been like stuck stuck at like rank five for like ages just like memeing around but then i just i just couldn't lose with this priest <laughs> deck it was it was great it's like you were so, trying you know, to lose or something and you weren't yeah. well normally i am but <laughs> <laughs> no that's amazing we could all use one of those decks or i, I could i could definitely use one of those decks to try right now uh, Allie, how about you? How's your week been? Yeah, it's going well. I uh, also sort of have been memeing around um, with Priest, kind of. Uh, but actually today I played a mid-range kind of Paladin deck that went really well for me. Um, so I think we're going to stick with that. But yeah, you know, it's, it's good. I like memeing, but yeah. I also like it in Legend. <laughs> 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 so it's finding, finding the balance between the two. It's so. funny like where people decide to meme. They either meme in the very yeah. beginning when they're low rank or they meme like when they get to, yeah, when they get to rank 15 or when they get to rank 10 and they're getting, when they get to rank 5 and then they get to legend and then they, <laughs> and then yeah. they meme again. So uh, yeah. thanks Blizzard for letting giving us more opportunities <laughs> to meme throughout the to season, meme. right? Yeah, rank 4 is a fantastic one. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Great addition you like. Oh, I can I can have a break from Pyro Warrior now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let's play Renown's Darkness. That's <laughs> Always oh, like, right. oh yes, I can finally play Time Walk Mage for one game <laughs> yeah. or something like, that. <laughs> something like that. You cannot drop below this rank. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that Thanks. message. Uh, exactly. but, yeah, so anyways, guys, we got a lot to talk about today. Um, for those of you tuning in, maybe for the first time, never heard of Value Town. We are a uh, Hearthstone podcast where we talk about anything and everything that has to do with Hearthstone, including decks and uh, cards and the community and whatever's going on. Uh, we'll definitely be talking about it. And today we've got uh, a few, actually we've got the priest deck that Jackie talked about. And then we were going to be doing like a mini mage spotlight. So we'll talk about a couple decks as well as a couple cards that might be underrated. Then we got some community news, just some, some funny things happening in the, the community and uh, that's worth a talk and then um, even a couple events too that just finished or at least one big event that finished and then Mechatorx Workshop's back guys I know a lot of you have been waiting for it so we've got a few cards to talk about today some from you guys or some of the patrons as well as I know Ali has one and then uh, actually Jackie made one too and I made a couple so uh, we've we've got a little flavor from all of us exactly and then we've got some uh, questions from or email questions from some of you guys and you can email those at valuetown or valuetown at jamv.tv if you want us to read them out next week 
But um, but yeah, let's just talk about. I guess we kind of already talked about our week. But um, anything else happened like just this weekend or any, any anything in terms of Hearthstone? Um, yeah. I mean, we're, we said we were gonna um, talk about Mage a little bit later. I've still been yeah. playing a lot of my control. Um, well, it's actually not mine, but um, <laughs> I control Mage with with the lease and stuff like that. So yeah. uh, that's pretty much what I've been up to. I've been having a good time with that. Okay. Yeah, I've also been um, supporting our teammate Control the Board in oh, yeah. Um, yeah. the recent Wild Tournament that's yes. going on, and he's managed to make it to the top eight. So that's really yeah. exciting. Being, that's, uh, yeah, yeah, enjoying supporting him. Definitely awesome. Yeah, the wild tournaments was uh, was going on in all three regions. So I was trying to catch a little bit of. Uh, actually, I had to watch the vods because um, I, I did a tavern hero this past weekend. So that was a lot of fun on Sunday, oh, yeah. and I ended up playing in it. Like they made me play in it. So <laughs> yeah, it, it worked out because we have three. It, it was myself and two others that were organizing it. So it's like this couple, and Sarah decided that. Um, you know, it was totally cool if she admined it and, you know, was the official organizer of the the Tavern Hero so that me and Shane could play in it. So that's what we ended up doing. So I just, like, threw together... I, I did, like, a control warrior, a control priest, and then that, that shaman, one of the shamans that you, you brought or you you uh, talked about last week, Jackie. And uh, mm. actually, it might have been my... It was my dragon warrior I talked about, too. And then I used a priest. Yeah. yeah that, and um, we ended up playing it. Got Ended up getting third... I like ended up losing three two to. It's um, not bad. Yeah, yeah. Ended up losing three two to uh, the person that finished. Ended up finished second, and it was one of those things where if I would have beaten him, then I would have had a great matchup against Shane. I ended up it was Shane. It was my co-organizer. That ended up winning the thing. So <laughs> that, that would have been suspicious. I think I might have been on the front of Reddit. That would have been really, really bad. <laughs> would you? Would you have felt bad if you had won though? I actually would have felt bad because I, I, I didn't. Really, <laughs> I didn't want to play, and then some of those guys are like, "Oh, you know, you talked about it on your show. It'd be awesome to have you play and stuff." I'm like, "All right, all right, I'll play." And then that competitive side of me kind of took over, where I just can't like give up wins. Wipe them all out. I just can't <laughs> give up wins. Yeah. So, anyways, what kind you, of? Oh, I was gonna say, what kind of decks do people bring? I'm, I'm actually kind of curious. You know, I so I you know with the five minutes that I took to to find my lineup, I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna beat aggro, and I'm gonna be and and match up well against mage, right? So my three decks mm-hmm. did that. Which ended up working out really well because a lot of people played Sham or, or a lot of people played Druid, Agro Druid, okay, and, and Mage, and then I, and I ran into a lot of shamans, so th- those matches were actually a lot of fun. Uh, thankfully, I didn't hit any quest rogue. The quest, the guy who beat me, he beat me twice, and he was double elimination. He had a quest rogue with Anixia too, and I'm a freaking priest. Oh, that was brutal. I was like, oh, Whoa. Dragonfire. It, it was one of those things where it's like oh, yeah, Anixia. Why the heck is he playing Anixia? And then, and then he throws Anixia down. It's like I have a Dragonfire potion. And then you realize, oh, oh. oh that's <laughs> that's why. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So that was kind of brutal. But it, it ended up coming down to Hunter versus Priest in the end. And I just didn't draw very well. So, uh-huh. um, but yeah, for the most part, it was it was those decks. Not nothing too un, you know unsimilar to what we see on ladder. Um, but the funniest moment during the the fireside. Was we did the hot wings challenge, right? And we we, oh, uh, yeah. we were gonna do one at a time, like each hour. But it, it, we ended up being like everybody did it at the same time. So we had three people that volunteered to do it. They had to sign the waiver, you know, all that good stuff. And Crazy. the way it works is they make it for you, right, on demand. So whenever you know you request to do it, they literally put it in the fryer, you know, and, and make it, right? Yeah. And um, so they come out, and it's like this police light, you know, like this 
rotating oh, police light that's on you know this tray, and they come out with the <laughs> ten hot wings each. So they, we had two guys, and then Sarah, who's one of the co-organizers, was one of the people that did it. And so they start eating it, and uh, Sarah's just like eating it like nothing. She's it's like not even not even yeah she's like oh yeah there's like so much fat on this thing it's uh, you know like and we're like okay and the guys are like oh man like what I get myself into oh. <laughs> like after like one they were like that already and one oh, of them yeah. in particular I had to dab him like he was crying his eyes were literally tears were coming down his eyes so I was like dabbing his face with a napkin you know and just trying to oh, yeah. keep him and then then his nose started running, and I was like, "Nah, dude, nah, nah, I'm not touching the nose." Glad that you didn't do uh, it. Yes, I'm not. I'm not touching the nose. So <laughs> you're gonna have oh. to wipe your nose. But yeah, you're not allowed to drink anything. Like they do bring out milk and stuff for you afterwards, but you can't do it during the Dang. thing. Yeah. How many do you have to eat? Hard. Ten in six minutes. <laughs> oh, ten. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So Sarah ate seven, and she had she was mostly had an issue with just eating in six minutes. You know, eating ten in six minutes. So it, it was not the hotness at all. That's quite a lot, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Like, the guys did two and three, I think. <laughs> Both of them only did two or three. Oh my gosh, she, so no one completed it. It. she crushed them. No, no, nobody completed <laughs> it. You have to have strategy, man. You, you really do. Strategy. <laughs> you do. It's not easy <laughs> eating. I mean, you'd have to like you know, be messy, like totally messy yeah. eating that thing. Anyways, it was Most a lot of fun. Preparation. <laughs> Definitely a lot of fun. Uh, I think next time we'll do it on Saturday so that we'll have even more people. But um, good, good stuff. Buffalo Wild Wings, you know, they took care of us too. They gave us uh, these two bundles of things to give away to people as well as two um, three boxes of three of their sauces to give away too. So, yeah, they were awesome to us. Nice. Um, all right. Well, uh, why don't we jump into some decks? Get talking about decks, yeah. Let's and, do it. Uh, sure. All right. We were gonna We were going to talk about your priest deck first. This 25, so 24 and 5 deck, right? Yeah. Talk to us about yeah. this. All right, here he is. Here it so, is. So I've been playing like Tempo Priest a lot, like since the start of the expansion, loads and loads. But re more recently, I haven't been doing it as well with it. And so I kind of changed a few things up, and, like took out a lot of the reactive stuff, like uh, Shadow of Pain and Potion of Madness and Orkney. And replaced it with like a, a couple more three drops. So you got the Blade Masters and the Tar Creepers, Creepers, but then also Light Warden as well. And I don't know why, we just started doing really well. Like Light Warden isn't actually that bad. It's kind of like a, a Tunnel Trog or Mana Worm that's yeah. easier to kill, but can just OTK someone sometimes. Like it's it's actually pretty good. And it's it's more about just reliably having a minion on turn one. Because like, right. if you if you go first and you don't have cleric on turn one, you just you're just playing from behind, and yeah. in a, in a deck that is needs to be ahead on the board. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was just crushing the whole ladder with it. it, was, yeah. it was, well, if you great. get the if you get the um, light warden with a power shield too, there's very very few things that are going to kill it right on turn one. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can totally actually. see that. <laughs> yeah, that's, see it spiraling out of control. That's really. I think cool. it's, I think it's kind of a weak to like the heavy control stuff. So things like Shaman, where they have like devolves and hexes, you get kind of screwed and like quest warrior. But it's pretty good against a lot of the aggro and mid rangey things. Pretty good against mage, good against aggro druid. So it was it was just really doing well against what everyone everyone else was playing. And just to do a quick rundown, it's it's um, 
what is that? It's like 16 total cards. So it's double circles, double binding heal, double inner fire, double light, light warden, double north shark cleric, double power word shield, double divine spirit, double <laughs> radiant elemental, double shadow visions, double wild pyro, one acolyte of pain. That's interesting. Double in, injured blade master, double cabal talon priest, double tar creeper, double priest of the feast, and of course Lyra, right, to finish it off. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, so it, yeah, I mean, the, the acolytes in there because I was originally playing acolytes, but then I kind of had to cut them to fit in the binding heel, the yeah, binding heels and light wardens, and yeah, I, I didn't know what else to cut other than acolyte. I think everyone else, everything else is kind of important. Acolytes not really that important. So, yeah. as, I mean, go ahead, Nally. I was gonna say, obviously, the idea is to, like get ahead on board, but do you ever find that you're just like struggling so much because there's never really, like AO? I mean, I guess there's pyromancers in it. Do you get away with AOE just by using the, the pyromancers? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I guess the, the idea of it is to like get ahead so that you don't need AOE. Mm-hmm. So, like right. you, you, we're trying to. It's almost like an aggro priest. Yeah, it, it totally right. is. That's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, like get on the board priest. as quick as you can and buff your minions as quick as you can and just kill them. Uh, so yeah. And I think the more you go towards that style, and like the less reactive cards you have, and the yeah. more aggressive cards you have, I think the better it actually is. Mm-hmm. I, think I guess like, you can always use Lyra to like fish, you know, for stuff. I guess mm-hmm. later in yep, the game. That's true. You, I mean, you can get removal with Lyra, right? Yeah. Like if you need a yeah. Nova or something like that. Yeah, I, I think that's a really good exercise. Generally, I think a lot of people are always hedging, you know, with things like. Hex or you know like that shaman deck that we talked about last week, right? That didn't have any removal anything outside of like one mm. maelstrom or maybe two maelstroms. But um, you know, building aggro decks that literally have no removal is sometimes really <laughs> good. You know, like you just understand it better, right? Your draws are better, like your your consistency is better. Um, yeah, because it's like like cards like Potion of Madness, which is so good, mm-hmm. but they're very like polarized either they're really good and you get like a really good potion of madness or they're just useless seeing any hand doing nothing and in a deck that's trying to be aggressive i don't think you really want these cards that are sitting in your hand like i'm not saying potion of madness is a bad card like potion of madness is great but i actually yeah. did better without it in the deck and a lot of the games i was losing before i switched to this deck mm-hmm. i would just have a hand of shadow of pains and potion of madnesses when i wanted to try and be aggressive Gosh, I'm excited to try this. Yeah, I, 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 have, I haven't tried it yet, but it looks like a lot of fun, honestly. So Binding Hill, is Binding Hill purely for Mage, or is there a, a different thing for it? Um, it? I mean, it's great. It's fantastic with um, Cleric, with Blade, especially with Injured Blade Master. Oh, um, like, oh, so true. many times you get, like, Cleric on one, uh, Radiant Elemental on turn two, and then Blade Master Binding Heal on turn three, and that's, like, really good. It's just, like, it's just a great card for Tempo. Um, obviously, it's very good against Mage as well. But I, I didn't like Binding Heal when I first saw the card. But the more I've played it, the more I like it. Yeah, it seems to always be just what you need. <laughs> you know, it's mm. like you know, your Priest mm. of the Feast is about to die or something, and you heal it, or or even Lyra, right? Just just healing yeah. whatever, just to get get um, five health to your hero, and just cycling, and it's like amazing. Um, just just having those cheap spells too mm. when Lyra comes around is like super super nice 
Yeah, um, for sure. Did you get, what was your, I don't know if you remember, but did you have like a really crazy light warden just like smack him in the face? Uh, yeah, I had one that got like <laughs> yeah, 19 sure. and 19? two or something. 19? Oh yeah, yeah. God, I had one game where I was like, I had, I had two, two light wardens oh, yeah. protected by a tar creeper and they were both like nine oh. and two and like an 11 two and my opponent just conceded. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh man, great. that's like the pyro <laughs> circle of healing dreams, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get those crazy... Crazy Jack, you're gonna break the meta here. I know. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? As long as you don't post <laughs> it on Reddit, or as long as you don't stream it, you're good. <laughs> yeah. No, I was streaming it all day, so <laughs> maybe if I allowed it tomorrow. Who knows? Oh man, I was gonna, I was gonna say, do you think that this deck is like because it doesn't run like deaths and and pains and dragonfire potions? Do you think eventually, if people knew the list it like it would be much easier to play against like the windmate wouldn't be as good like i it's possible but it also just seems like it doesn't matter like if it just spirals out of control it'll just spiral out of control there's not much people can do uh a little bit yeah i think i mean as soon as you know like any deck i think it's like when you know how to play around something i think it's yeah like the matchup will go down so like when people know the list and if it ever did become common like the win rate would become less i think yeah yeah I think it is very good at getting on the board early. And when you're on, like, as soon as you've got something that's stuck on the board, you're in a great position to go and win the game because you can just take advantage of it so easily with, like, all the heals and all the cheap tempo cards. But um, Yeah, and you have the Divine Spirit Inner Fire burst. So what's the, on average, what, what health total did you take them down from on average? <laughs> I have no idea. I killed someone from 32 health. There was, a, there, was, there was a mage that had like, you'd use oh, ice on 32 and it okay. smacked him for like 40 damage. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right, yeah. Like definitely popping try ice block at 32 health. I know, it was great. <laughs> yeah, definitely try it's this really uh, try, try this deck out, guys. And Shadow Vision obviously can give you even mul- multiples of Divine Spirit and in Air Fire too. It's so true. that could be really nice. Uh, kind of right. Shadow Vision says a card. Dude, isn't. I mean, it was one of my top five cards when we were doing the top yeah. five show, and it's still it. I, I think it's just so beautifully designed, and it's it's such I a contrast it. to Primordial Glyph. You know, we talked about it last week. It's mm-hmm. they're the similar cards, and one's designed perfectly, and the other one is not. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. Crazy. I think that's why I like Priest so much right now. Is because of that card. Like you can do some crazy things with it. Yeah, it's yeah. Cool. Okay, well, um, you know, we obviously. We're talking about priests just because Jackie had this amazing run with it. But the plan was to talk about mage and um, <laughs> to talk about just some mage decks and, you know, maybe just have a, a quick discussion about, you know, why mage is good or maybe some uh, underrated cards and things like that. So we have a Kazakis mage that uh, was it Jackie or was it? Uh, yeah, this is my Jackie. deck again. <laughs> we're just going to Jackie first. Uh, yeah. So Kazakis mage. Yes. With no healing. Right. Uh, except for Alex yeah, <laughs> I mean that's the problem. It's it's kind of because a lot obviously a lot of people have been playing like the Gunther style mage, and it's very like, definitely one of the strongest decks right now. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you can get um, like a lot of people have started running weapon removal, and Medivh is you super reliant on Medivh to mm-hmm. win control mm-hmm. matchups with right. the Gunther mage. I feel um, so if they destroy your weapon, then you just kind of screwed. So I was trying Kazakus and. It was actually pretty good. Like, Kazakas is a way of getting heal because obviously you can get the armor. Um, yeah. Five mana, you can get like seven armor. Ten mana, you can get mm-hmm. ten armor, I think it is. Um, and Kazakas is broken. Like, it's it's really, really good. It's and so good. a lot is of the Gunther really? Mages... Okay. 
Yeah, a lot of the Gunther mages only, like, they run a lot of one-offs anyway. Like, they run, like, one Meteor, one Polymorph, one, like, Valkoria. So it's not that different. The only thing you're missing out on is obviously the, the Mana Worms and the Archonologists. Having two of each of them is really, really mm-hmm. good. But Kazakas is just, Kazakas is great. Um, and it, it, this deck's been doing pretty well on ladder for me. So, yeah. yeah, I like the Harrison Jones in it, too. What, what do you find yeah, yourself using? Really what do you find yourself using a lot from Kazakis? Is it the the resurrects or is it the card draws or <laughs> what exactly from Kazakis? Um, I mean, a lot of the time it's the deal. The armor has been armor has been yeah, very good I because of the that. lack of heal right now. Right, um, armor has been really useful, but also the deal fall to all on five mana is mm-hmm. always very very good against aggro um, and against the control decks. Just. Summon three, summon an eight, eight, eight burn to face because we still have quite a lot of burn in the deck. I'm still running Pyroblast, so it's it is very similar in playstyle to, to the Gunther Mage, but it's very it's it's just got more value. And you just basically you just beat every control deck you're ever going to meet because you've at least Cabalist Tome, Medivh, you just got, <laughs> got endless value. so much value, yeah. it's crazy. It seems like ages since I played Kazakus Mage or Kazakus Priest, but it wasn't right? that long ago, and I just like. I don't know the fact that Brand's gone. It's like, oh, Kazakis is no good anymore, but De- it's still good. It actually still is good. Definitely yeah. took a hit there. Yeah, a little bit of a hit, but still very strong. Very very strong. Yeah, I mean, without Re- like Reno is such a big deal. Like not having <laughs> healing is, is such a rip. Thing in the ass, I miss but... Reno. I know. <laughs> it, it was nice seeing Reno watching some of those wild tournaments this weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is good. But, um, okay, it's good. Yeah. I, I don't think yeah, this deck yeah. is quite as strong as the uh, the lists that are popular at the top of ladder, but it's definitely a lot of fun. Um, so if anyone was look, seeing lots of mages going around, wanted a bit of fun, I would definitely recommend giving this deck a go. All right, yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, again, it's going to be in the notes, guys. You know, instead of um, having to go through all these cards every single time, j- definitely check out the notes, which will be posted on the uh, the VOD and uh, on the website too, chainmovie.tv. You can find it find it there. And we'll try to provide the codes, too. I'll, I'll probably get the codes from these guys so that we can put it there. And you guys can enter it into your deck slots much, much easier. Uh, the oh, next, right? I that know, new right? ability is so, is so oh, amazing. Oh, God, it's I so good. It. So good. So great. All right, Allie, you brought a, a, a Medivh Mage, so another Medivh yes. Mage here, but a little bit different, though. Yeah, it's a little different. I got this from the, the player, uh, Teray. And uh, it's ba- it's basically Gunther Mage, but uh, with Elise in it. And, you know, I, someone brought it up in my chat. They're like, oh, well, you know, does having Elise in it, is it counterintuitive to your to your game plan? You know, because you don't really want to draw the pack. You want to draw your cards so that you can burn them faster. But I don't know. I, I really, really like it. Sometimes the, the body is actually... Mm-hmm really relevant um and also the pack just can help you with you know control matchups and so i've really really been enjoying this quite a bit i've been playing it i think the most this season and i've had like quite a bit of success with it mm-hmm. um the uh, you could swap it out like i said it's very similar to just a normal gunther mage but you could potentially swap out the release for an eater of secrets and I, uh, can we talk about your secrets for a second? Because I just like, <laughs> I, I, like it's the most triggering thing world. in the world. I just don't even know how to really feel about it because I I don't like the card really. Like I you know I, I tried swapping out one volcanic potion in this list and putting in the eater secrets and pretty much the majority of the time I was like oh I'd much rather just have a second volcanic potion. But you know sometimes in the mirror like I said that's why I think maybe the elite swap might actually be a little bit better than the second potion because of the aggro druids and the meta and everything. But um, 
Yeah, I just, I can't bring myself <laughs> to like Eater of Secrets, but I know it's so relevant in the mirror. Yeah, I I've played so many like control mage yeah. mirrors, or like I've been playing like my Kazakus mage against like control mage. And you're playing the game, you're like planning out how you're going to win, you feel like you're doing really well, and then suddenly you really just ends yeah. the game on the spot. Like well, you know what's funny is that as bad as Eater of Secrets is, we used to have Kazan Mystic, all right, that we used to be oh, out there. I know, yeah, and we, we would steal the secret. <laughs> it was just, yeah. can you imagine how bad it was back then? imagine that in the meta right I know, now. that would be Ooh, so broken crazy. That would have yeah. to be broken. <laughs> well, think about all the secret mages. Like, actually, well, I feel like there aren't as many secret mages now as just Gunther mages, but still, it would, it would be insane. It's an ice block. I mean, it, you know, like, oh, yeah. you're going to get it, so... Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, Eater of Secrets is really good right now, but I don't know. It seems to be keeping it tempered, you know what I mean? Keeping the, the mage a bit under control, or yeah. at least those kind of cards. And that's pretty much what it was made to do. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Elise is cool. Like, I have to say, like, I, I ran Elise in both my Control Warrior and Priestess this past weekend, and mm-hmm. man, it performed super well. I mean, I, I don't I know if it was these. just lucky, like, you know, just with what I was getting, Maybe. but... It was, yeah, I mean, there's so many cards. There's so many, you know, cross-class cards that are very useful, you know, and like Vilespine. Vilespine's amazing, yeah. like, with <laughs> whatever class. I love when I get elemental synergy. Mm-hmm. Like, you get the four or five, yeah. like, a, a couple of times yeah. I'll actually get, like, two cards that go together, and I'm like, yes! Yeah. And actually, like, <laughs> cast Calimos next turn. I get Calimos yeah. a lot from Oh Yeah, right? I don't know about you guys. I get Tyrantis I get... sometimes. Oh, do you? Okay, okay. Yeah. Tyrantis is <laughs> obviously fun. Sick, love it. Um, but, yeah, at least it's a lot of fun. So I, I think that even if you... Maybe you ditch her just for <laughs> to be smart. You're gonna give up fun though. You're gonna give up a lot of fun uh, dropping her. Yeah, she does have the feel I of was... the old Elise. Like it doesn't feel bad to drop her. It's just like the old Elise. You know, yeah. turn four is not I... that bad. Now this one turn five. It it, it feels fine. Most I was really narrow minded when it came to this card when they or when they were announcing it for Enguro. Like I guess I was just so set on the old Elise. I was like the old Elise is just better. Yeah. Um, and so I I've been pleasantly surprised at how much i like the new elise honestly yeah. and i just didn't expect yeah. to like it as much as i do no so. i think the i think one of the best things about this elise over the other release is that the old elise you'd be you'd have a load of like reactive cards in your deck like say playing warrior and you've got like brawls and execute and then as soon right. as you use the monkey all those executes and brawls are gone and you don't know what you totally got. whereas with this elise you still have all your other reactive cards but just these extra as well so there's no there's no like downside Really. Totally. Right. So yeah. you can you just throw it in way more decks. That's true. It's great. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. definitely true. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I think those are the decks that we were going to talk about. But why don't we talk about a couple cards that are um, that are underrated in the class? And let me bring one up real quick. So the first one we're going to talk about is a legendary, and it is Pyros, which we've been starting to see more and more of, which is really cool because. Originally, when we were thinking of Pyros, I think a lot of people were like, oh, this card is terrible. You know, like you, you get a bunch of vanilla cards, right? It's like, how, that's not cool. That's not cool at all. But yeah, I, mean, when, I think people are starting to realize that there's there's purpose for this card, and it's actually pretty decent. Yeah, like when before the expansion, when I first saw, saw Pyros, I was like, oh my god, there's so much value attached to a two-mana card. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. But then no one 
as soon as the expansion came out, it wasn't seeing any play at all. Mm-hmm. And it's only recently that it's uh, started to be played. And I've been playing it in my Kazakas list and loving mm-hmm. it. It's, it's great, I think. My my story <laughs> with Pyros is I I opened up a golden one, like when I was opening oh, up my, yeah. in my when I was opening my packs in the first week of the expansion or something, and I was like oh my god, I got a golden pyros. I have to make like an elemental mage deck around this like, <laughs> specifically because I opened I opened that card. And it, it didn't work. It didn't work. But um, And I didn't uh, revisit pyros until, you know, yeah, it's been like sh- uh, showing up in secret, um, secret mage, you know, as a good value card. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, I like it a, a lot. And we were talking the other day, and I just want to bring it up again. But the idea of molten reflectioning this could—I yes. don't know how—but it, it could, but it could be cool. I don't know how, but um, Hon- yeah, I, I think it's great. Honestly, if Devolve wasn't in the meta, I think Pyrus yeah, would be super good right now. It's Devolve, um, but you got a golden one. That's like a three for one gold, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? You get and a gold six six, right? Yeah, the you, yes, you do, you do. And, and, a, the, and a ten ten, right? That's awesome. Yes. The animation is so beautiful too. So yeah. oh yeah, I, I yeah. just love this card. One of, yeah. One of the I, other uh, problems with Pyros in the meta is uh, potion of madness. Potion of madness oh, can really yeah. screw you over, Very, so especially yeah, in the like the, they're, they're playing a, like a control heavy priest, and it's that. basically just who can outvalue who. And as soon as they play your Madness Pyros and kill it in your minion, you just you give up so much value. It's ridiculous. Have you ever seen a mage frostbolt his own Pyros? Have you oh, ever wow. seen any? No, I, I okay. have I've no. never seen it either. But <laughs> you... a lot of the time, what the priests do though is they like potion of potion man as the pyros, and then just shadow and pain the pyros. Yeah, the so they yeah. get the six six back in the hundred. That makes sense. Uh, that totally makes sense. Uh, so I've been seeing some pyros in uh, a Nazoth deck too. You know that those type of decks, just because yeah. you know you you get the both the uh, six six and the two two right if you do it. So there's different ways to look at this card. That's why it's so dynamic. It's, you know, it's an elemental. It's got the value aspect. It's also got the death rattle aspect. Um, and really flexible. And was much better. This is definitely one of the cards I underrated the most. Um, Same. Looking at it. Yeah. Okay, uh, the next card we're going to talk about, and I think, Jackie, you wanted to bring this one up, was Cabal uh. <laughs> Is it because it rhymes with your name? Yeah. <laughs> Lucky Chan. Exactly. <laughs> no, um well the, the the weird thing about it is that Secret Mage has become really popular and it's definitely one of the strongest aggressive decks right now. Yeah. But as I've been trying Secret Mage, I found Cabal Lucky is to be one of the most awkward cards because hmm. you don't really you don't want to play on turn one because using counter spell on turn one is terrible, especially if your opponent has the coin. Yeah. Um, using Mirror Entity is generally really bad on turn one as well. Um, and you, with Lackey, because it's only a 2-1 body, you can end up running out of cards really quickly if you're just dropping a 1-1 on a 2-1, playing the secret that is going to get very little value early in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time I found it actually useful to play Lackey is turn like three or four if you're combining it with like a Valet or something like that and having good tempo in like the mid game. But I actually don't like two cabal lackeys in secret mage right now i think i feel like one is one is good but two is yeah i could see that, that good. Yeah. i could see that people are playing kieran tour more anyways you know and it seems yeah. to be fitting the curb a bit more yeah i remember the first like week that secret mage you know started becoming really popular 
I was playing a version uh, that had both of the Cabal Lackeys in it. And I feel like those were the games that just really, really spiraled, spiraled out of control, like super quickly. Like, and it was weird. It didn't, it worked in the first like couple of days of me playing this like super like hyper um, fast secret mage deck with the lackeys. And then it, it slowly like just didn't, didn't work as well for me later on. But mm-hmm. I feel like it's a card that helps kind of like spiral things out of control. If you've got a couple mana worms, mm-hmm. you know, down mm-hmm. and it's just like, you just go crazy and your opponent's like, <laughs> uh, what just happened? Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly how, how much I like the card, but, um, there might be a place for him, but yeah, maybe a one of, I think it would have been cool if the, Either the Arcanist or the um, you know the new five five that's you know free whenever you're playing secrets. Um, oh yeah, it would have oh, been cool yeah. if it was you know um, it, it would do it some like like every single secret that you cast on that particular turn. You know you would get some kind of uh, bonus from that. So in terms of like the Arcanist, if it was more like questing adventure or something like that, I think you know if something like Cabal Lackey would probably be more useful. Just because you're just getting free cards, right? Being able to play free, free spells and things like, or secrets in this particular yeah. case, and buffing something else, you just see yeah. that with other classes, and, and mage doesn't have anything like that. So, I think that's yeah. one of the the things that makes it a little bit weaker, you know. And we don't see those other cards as much because of that. But um, I feel like mm. I feel like mage is so strong though that if we gave <laughs> yeah. it that if we gave it that true. ability or like that that's option, true. you know, like. Questing adventure, but mage version. It could just really, really. <laughs> Let's just not play any other class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly. I agree with that. I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I mean, so, maybe I haven't actually tried questing adventure and mage. Maybe that could actually be a thing. Could you like primordial glyph on turn two and get like a zero good, mana yeah. spell? And, like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now we're <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's as good as not being able. To, I mean, we can't stealth it anymore, right? So, I mean, mm. rogues, rogues are. Yeah, might, it might be closer to what a rogue has to do now with questing. Um, mm. Okay, well, anyways, we just yeah, want to talk about a couple cards that are underrated, and we might start doing that more and more. Just talking about classes, we were doing these spotlight class spotlights before, but it wasn't quite exactly what I was hoping for. So we might just do these mini ones where we talk about you know again decks and then some cards that are that might be overlooked right now. Uh, but let's see. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about, let's see. Oh, we're going to do community news next. That's what we're going to do. Um, actually, before we do that, I do want to give a, a quick shout out to our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Game Coach, which is a coaching site. And any folks that are looking to um, just improve their ranking, you know, maybe you've been in the like rank fifteen or twelve or something like that, and you want to kind of get better at the game and, and learn some just tactics or just some techniques or things to look for. Uh, getting a coach is a, a really good way to do that. And I highly recommend it, to be honest. And Game Coach is a perfect place to do that. They have coaches for League of Legends, CSGO, Overwatch, as well as Hearthstone. And uh, you can pick from a various... It's really easy to use, too. Just go to game-coach.com. And if you use the Value Town promo, just all caps, Value Town, you get a 10% off discount from you know your first session. Uh, so, yeah, definitely check that out. I, I remember I... I remember having this discussion with somebody one time, like a friend of mine. It was back in the StarCraft days. And, you know, we were getting, I mean, we were always gamers, but we, he, he finally ended up signing up for coaching, you know, from one of the pros. I forgot who it was at the time. And I was like, oh my God, you're paying for coaching for both of any video games? Are you serious? And then he was like, he was like looking at me and he's like, dude, do you pay for, you know, like 
you know, golf coach, you know, like golf, golf lessons or tennis lessons or things like that. Cause I play those and, and I'm like, yeah, I do. And it's like, how often do you play golf and tennis? And I'm like, ah, you know, I play a couple times a week. How often do you play Starcraft? And I'm like, oh, that's true. I play it every single night. And it's like, well, there you go. And I'm like, oh, okay. That totally makes sense now. <laughs> ever since then, you know, I was like, I actually did take some coaching back, way back when uh, in Starcraft. So um, coaching is a great thing, guys. And, and it's really that. It's like you spend so much time playing Hearthstone, you might as well, you know, like spend a, spend a little bit of money that you would normally be spending, I don't know, doing something else, trying to get better at something else. Why not get better at, at Hearthstone? Uh, so anyways, yeah. yeah, check out Game Coach, guys. And, uh, you know, big thanks to them for sponsoring the episode, as well as our patrons, of course. It's, uh, you know, you guys are the um, the foundation for this show, you know, like the support of the show. We would not be able to do the show without you guys. And um, you can support the show at patreon.com slash valuetown. Always want to give a shout out to some of the folks each and every episode. So big shout out to Mike T, our, our legendary producer, as always. And then some others, Ed H, Bob K, Nathan J., Old Man Riv, Zach P, Johnson C, Grant A, Code Chemist, Champ C, Michael S, Richard G, Shane F, Chris C, it's not me, and it's Thomas O. <laughs> yeah. That rhymed Chris C, but not me. Yeah, exactly. I thought you were going to stop investing in rap. <laughs> oh, man. We had a request where you rapped, man, so we might have to actually do that eventually. Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe one day. Absolutely. <laughs> now, thank you so much, guys. And again, you know, any amount, if you guys want to contribute to the show, it helps, like a quarter, a a dollar goes a long ways to helping us again improve the show and do some cool things with it. Um, all right, why don't we talk about some community news? Uh, we had we had a couple a couple things. Um, first, why don't we talk about the events first? So we had uh, Star Ladder conclude, and for those who are not familiar, with Star Ladder it's a tournament series or a, um, you know, just a tournament that that goes on for months and months and months, and uh, it culminated in Kiev this past weekend. And we had a lot of top players there, and Zelay ended up winning over RDU in the end. So um, big win for Zelay. And Zelay, you know, he's been actually he's been a host on the show too, and he's obviously a, a frequent guest on the show. So proud of him for for pulling that out. And he's finished close many many times too. Uh, so this is a pretty big win. Starlighter is definitely a big tournament. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Super good super to see. Super. Good to see Zelay do well. His um, yeah. one of his decks was quite interesting actually. He had a yeah, it was the Paladin deck. That yeah, had, let me bring this um, up. Yeah, the two of the interesting cards were he had Black Knight and Ooh. Anixia. Um, yeah, cool. Let me, let me bring this side up, and this is from a let's see Kilku. They did they did this awesome <laughs> article that just summarized the entire event. So you guys should check that out. Um, it's in the notes too. But talking about this Paladin. Where is it? Here it is. Yeah, like a lot of the um, the slower paladins that people are running right now, they play the curator, and then they have like prim primordial drake, which is the dragon to uh, that you want to be drake, but you want to curate on server, and then primordial mm -hmm. drake on eight. But it's, he's not playing primordial drake at all, and he's taking a more aggressive. It's it's like a, a, a more aggressive take yeah, on the midrange like paladin. Yeah, I like it. And, um, it's pretty cool. Oh, and also vine cleaver. He's playing vine cleaver, baby. Oh, right. He's vine playing yes, vine dude, cleaver. That's awesome. <laughs> And Anixia too, so yeah. Like, yeah. One thing about Vine Cleaver is kind of similar to um, you know Piranha Launcher. Yeah, but exactly. yeah, Piranha yeah. Launcher is well, everyone sees it as being terrible, but it's like <laughs> it the value you time. get in the long run of Piranha Launcher is actually really good. Yeah, but Hunter is just not designed to right, play slow right. games like that, and so Hunter it just doesn't work. Whereas Vine Cleaver, 
Paladin has a lot more defensive tools. You have healing in Raglilor and Tyrion, you have lots mm -hmm. more taunts. So your game's generally going to go longer and you can get the full value out of the Vine Cleaver. Mm -hmm. Also, it's really good with the uh, Tarim, obviously creating loads of dudes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I really like the Paladin list. Yeah, I, per I, I believe it performed really well for him, too. And um, I, I really like it, too. I, I think that Tarim seems to pop up a lot whenever I get the Stone the Stonehill defenders. And mm -hmm. normally it's purely defensive. You know, uh, many, many times, right? I'm just like, okay, I'm wanting to convert something huge into a 3-3 three, three, or a primordial drink a lot of times, too. It's just like, okay, I can make it a 3-3. Three, three. Thank goodness I don't have to, like, <laughs> don't have to kill that big-ass <laughs> thing, right? So, um, I mean, you know, this is a different case. Like, this deck actually makes it more offensive. You know, when you have all like Onyxia and all those one ones and Vine Cleaver creating those those one ones too, you know, it, it allows you to do that. And not to mention it, it gives you breath and having like a wide board is so good against Quest Warrior. You know, just the the Taunt Warrior. So um yeah. I think in a lot of ways, yeah, this was this was really, really smart the way he designed just this. Mm -hmm. Just looking at the list now, like it actually seems really strong. Like you've got a really good early game and then the mid game is good too. You got steeds and then you know, Tyrion and Nixia to kind of finish it off. Like, I kind of want to try this. Obviously. Yeah, Black Knight, Black Knight's really interesting because when when the expansion first came out, I remember loads of people saying, oh, Black Knight's going to be so strong and no one's really played it. Yeah, I used it a lot um, in the yeah. beginning. Yeah. But it's, it's great against Quest Warrior. It's good against other Paladins, you know, mm -hmm. Tyrion or Tarim or something they've used Spirit Steed on. Uh, I guess it sucks against Mage. Yeah, it's true. Oh, uh, yeah. It does, but you can afford one card. That's, yeah. I mean, it's a four or five. It's not. Yeah, worst but I think there's quite a lot of matchups where it's it's good. Mm -hmm. yeah. Shaman's good against could destroy thing from below or something similar. Yeah, or just Stonehill Defenders. Whatever runs Stonehill Defender, right? You at least have some kind of target yeah. with it. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, I haven't played it since the first couple weeks of the expansion. It's definitely something to revisit. He actually has Rallying Blade in here too, and I've thought about Rallying Blade like several times uh, in, in Paladin just because. It just helps with all you know when when mid range was obviously really popular, or even just with with some of the shaman at times. It's it's mm -hmm. nice to have that that weapon that can <laughs> chop down stuff. And he doesn't have a a um uh let's see uh I mean I mean that's his only weapon actually that, right like rallying blade's the only weapon he has in this deck. Yeah. So yeah, that's a just, different take on it. I actually was playing with one rallying blade and one true silver oh, he's got uh, today. Yeah, yeah, he's like he's got one clear. Yeah, um, and obviously I think true silver is just one of the best weapons in the game. Mm -hmm. um, so it felt kind of weird to take out you know a true silver and put in a rallying blade. But I feel like that that mana reduction is so clutch sometimes against aggro. Just having it be three mana, you can coin it out. Yep. On two if you need to. So yeah, I actually really really like a, a lot of these choices that he. Uh, that he put into the stack. Yeah, you know what's really good at doing? It's really good at chopping down the mage, the mage two threes. And yeah, the totally. One. Yeah, it's really, really good for that. That um, poke damage can spiral out of control <laughs> from them, so... Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, looking at some of these other decks, did you see anything else that popped out, um, Jackie? Any any of these other decks? Um, <clears throat> not particularly, just kind of a lot of standard things. Yeah. Uh, well, Nyria had... Wild Pyromancer and Acolyte and his Jade Druid, which is uh, oh, a wow. little bit different. A lot of people have been playing... Well, Primordial, Primordial Drake has now become like a staple in, in Jade Druid. But uh, Pyromancer and Acolyte uh, are interesting because there's, like... Shaman, you don't, it's not like Mage where you can keep healing up the uh, the Pyromancer. You don't have... I mean, sorry, like it's not like Priest 
where you can yeah. keep healing up the power monster and you have powered mm -hmm. shield. Um, I mean, earthen scales can buff the power monster, but one yeah. of Druid's problems is AOE, and I actually don't feel like swipe is that good right now. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of the reason being that Azure Drake is no longer a thing, and so spell damage swipe barely ever happens, and there's not that many decks that have a load of 1-1s, and so a lot of the time you're using swipe just to kill, like, one minion. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like that one pyro is just, you know, one board clear or, you know, like a, a decent size board clear for against Shaman, right? Shaman's not the greatest matchup. Yeah, I guess Shaman and Agro Druid are the two matchups where yeah, Paramount is going to be thing. huge. Yeah. So he's just hedging. Yeah. It looks like he's hedging a bit there, which is mm. not normal. And, you know, normally people would bring a Jade Druid and just have it counter control, period, right? You know, in, in a conquest type of tournament. But, yeah. Um, yeah, in this case, mm. it's, or not, you know, just, just have it win that way instead of trying to hedge for it. Interesting mm. take on it. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So Starlighter concluded. Great tournament as always. They, you know, they always do some amazing things with <laughs> with it, and hopefully it'll continue on. Uh, we had the Wild tournament also, which you guys alluded to because Control did super well in it. He made it to the finals actually, right against Mech Nugget or at least in the qualifiers or whatever. Yeah, he finished in the the top two in the qualifiers, so yeah. he's going to go to the the top the top eight. Yeah, the top um, eight. So. Which is really good. Yeah. But watching that tournament was actually really fun because I've like last month because of because of the announcement of this world tournament I played a load of wild oh, yeah, and it's nice. great to play with all these other cards and there's there are some decks that you see in standard and wild like pirate warriors just it's not that different you know it's kind of crazy but then there's so many other things you can come back to like um, there's loads of potential for Nazoth there's Reno decks yeah. there's mm -hmm. OP cards like Doctor Boom and zombie chow and shredder and even like, oh, yeah. it's actually really fun to play these cards again yeah watch yeah, it I, 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 yeah go ahead ellie i was just gonna say i personally like love the recent spotlight on on wild i think it's it's super mm. fun you know and it, it, for whatever reason you know not that many people were kind of playing it before and i guess i, I guess the uh heroic brawl kind of kicked it off <laughs> yeah i um, think so and I think a lot of people have just sort of realized, hey, this is actually kind of fun. <laughs> like, let's, let's, let's play some wild. Yeah, so. yeah. I don't know if it's just because, you know, it's still fresh, you know, or feels fresh, Maybe, especially yeah. watching the, 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 the tournament. But yeah, it just felt good. You know, it was, a, a, I guess, slightly a change of pace, even though a lot of people are playing similar decks. But seeing some of the old cards, you know, I, I think just was refreshing to see. And, um, you know, I would say, like, being able to use all the cards isn't, like, this crazy exponential improvement. You know, like, if we were to have every, like, Pirate Warrior, for instance, right? I'm looking at um, Mech Nuggets Pirate Warrior. It's not that much better than the current one that's in Standard, you know? Uh, even wow. though it, it is good. I mean, it's got shit scan in it, all right? So, yeah, we're just, yeah, I mean, okay. We can agree on that ridiculous. one, all right? Yeah, it's <laughs> broken. But, uh, you know, but it's not, you know, it's still very relatable, you know, for Standard players. Mm. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I hope we... Well, I want to see more Wild. In fact, it kind of made me think about why isn't Wild just the competitive format you know because yeah i mean i think i the fact that um blizzard announced this tournament is is has been fantastic because i think a lot of the people a lot of the reason that people haven't played wild that much is that there's no competitive incentive there's no right. you get rank one legend and there's no real you don't get any points for it you don't really get anything um and a lot of the tournaments that 
people watch or in standards and people want to play these decks at the same tournaments. Um, so for there to be some kind of incentive to finish high in Wild, and it's, I think it's attracted a lot more people to Wild and loads of the pro players as well have been playing Wild as well. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully they do more things like this and encourage more Totally, yeah. Wild is, oh man, it, it is definitely a lot of fun. And you get to play all your favorite cards that are gone now, especially Priest. I was playing a ton of Kazakas Priest when, whenever the Tavern Hero or the Tavern uh, Heroic Tavern Brawl was out. And um, I haven't gotten a chance to go back and revisit it, but you know I still have that priest deck that's just sitting there. That's a wild deck that I've been <laughs> definitely wanting to get back to. Uh, but yeah, kudos to those eight players, and I mean, it's like in all the regions too. So um, you know, I think the top eight is when, whenever we'll start, you know, being able to take a really closer look at it. But um, you know, you know, hopefully, again, like this will be the first of many things. Uh, another bit of news, uh, so. Derek from Onog uh, ended up tweeting over the weekend that Onog is shutting down, which is One Nation of Gamers. And uh, I believe you may not be into the Hearthstone competitive scene. Uh, One Nation of Gamers has been sponsoring these open tournaments for a long time now in, in Hearthstone. And, um, you know, they kind of started out small, but at this point, they're very big open tournaments that, that happen at, at these events. Like, they're live. Like, you can actually go and play it at these events, like um, DreamHack, uh, was it Dream, not DreamHack Austin? Maybe um, South by Southwest, I think, was one of them. And you know, they've been, they've done like two or three this year, so it was kind of surprising. I, I didn't expect you know that to happen, given that I, I felt like the viewership and I mean, they were getting you know fifteen thousand, twenty thousand people watching those tournaments. You know, mm. and Frozen did really well in a lot of them. You know, and and we were seeing some notable players playing in them and casting for them. So uh, yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere, and I, I feel like this is. Not a good thing for the Hearthstone community, given that you know this, no. like you know, this is one of the other third-party <laughs> tournament organizers that was doing stuff. Did they explain their reasoning? Like, did, did they make a statement of any kind? Uh, kind of? He, I mean, he might have told me a couple of things privately, which I, you know, I probably can't say publicly. Yeah, 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 but yeah, but to be honest, he didn't but, tell me too much. He didn't tell me too much, and um, you know, there, I don't think there was that big of an official statement outside of his tweet. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a that's a, that's kind of a bummer. Given you know they actually had non-endemic sponsors too. You know, Geico was a big sponsor of that, and I know eBay was a sponsor for those tournaments too. So uh, it's one of the few events that that had non-gaming type of sponsors. Uh, I thought he was making some pretty good you know head or headway there. So um, yeah, maybe we'll find out a little bit more about it you know in, in the future but um you know definitely a huge thanks for you know derek and and the crew i think it was hannah too that was that was um his partner in that and doing a lot of the the hearthstone tournaments just throughout the years and you know I, a lot of folks i mean a lot of players benefited from it you know i, I think frozen again i think frozen's first win was a no-knock tournament so that, that's really really huge for um you know, for some of these players to get some notoriety and things like that uh okay the last thing i got is is disguised toast uh so disguised toast we we always you know he's a friend to, to the show and friend obviously a good friend too i mean i'm a good friend with him um he uh he ended up literally in blizzard jail this time around like you know we always make the joke that he was in blizzard jail because he he's always pointing out bugs and, and things like that with with the products and finding them um this particular case he ended up getting in trouble and he actually got suspended uh, because he was showing an, an exploit that was, um, you know, that that uh, was 
giving people free wins or you know like break making the game crash or making the client crash and then giving wins to a you know the person that's, that was causing the crash so i think that the whole story of it was that it was posted on a forum people were talking about it and so toast wanted to check it out and he checked it out on stream right and you know so a lot of people saw it uh blizzard ended up suspending him four days and you know that's the tldr of it so um mm-hmm. you know i guess not much to say here it's really the 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 question to ask is whether um you know whether toast should have been suspended or you know given that um i don't know he's kind of walked that fine line for a long time anyways and um, yeah. so you know what was it right to suspend him for for doing that and you know just just kind of when is it the right time to suspend somebody especially somebody popular like toast yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I like, I, I love Toast. I do. Yeah. I love his stream. I, I think he's great. We all and, love him. I mean, yeah, really exactly. We all, we all love Toast. Yeah, we, we, we really do. <laughs> um, in this particular situation, um, I'm sorry, Toast. If, if you hear this, yep. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm going to err on the side of. I do think the suspension was a little fair. I mean, you just have, kind of have to think about you know how many people um, you know his his stream reaches and. And I, I, like you said earlier, you, um, you know, he's always walked that line of kind of showing bugs and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I get his side of it, you know, and, and I do think it's fair to a certain extent. But I think it's more as a courtesy to, to Blizzard because they kind of needed to fix it like very quickly, you know, because his stream reaches so many people. And so maybe, you know, if he had... Um, you know, kind of done it in a more sly way. He could have given them a heads up like, hey, this is well, uh, this is an issue sort of thing. I think a better way to present it is what's the difference between him doing it on stream and him making a video that gets 500,000 views anyways? That's a good point. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, would... would... He's not really going to get suspended from YouTube. But, no, um... no, I mean, but, but what he does on the YouTube videos is literally like pointing out bugs. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. Blizzard's yeah. always appreciated that. I mean, they, right. I think they value him in a way. They've, they've even said it publicly, you know, that he's our best tester, essentially, right? And he's, he's become famous for that. And you know, obviously, I mean, he's I think if he, if he finds the bug and kind of shows it to Blizzard, and then maybe after they've solved the bug, he brings out a video yeah. or mm-hmm. talks about it, I think that would be personally the most reasonable way to do it. Because if you are showing people live how to, use a bug and essentially get free wins like right. essentially essentially cheat like essentially yeah. how you can cheat the game and get loads of ranks for free um i think he should have been suspended um as much as we love toast um yeah. <laughs> like if anyone was going to point out stuff like that it would be toast yeah. but <laughs> it yeah. is essentially uh showing a load of people how they can cheat and a lot of people will do it and it will ruin the game for a lot of people so yeah i think I it's think- that was the thing. It was it was this particular bug, you know, showing people how to kind of abuse abuse it, you know, and, and get free wins. And I think that's where you know Blizzard was probably just like, nah, man, you can't you can't do that. So, because yeah. um, I love Toast, I, I do see a side of it because that's you know what he's known for. But in this situation, I'm gonna have to stand by the suspension. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't see it happen live. Like everything was pulled either. so fast. Like the meta, the Reddit mm-hmm. mods pulled everything and. And you know, removed and banned every uh, not banned, but just removed all the comments and stuff that were linking to it. So it, it was it was hard to even see what it, what it was all about. 
But because um, right. I know a lot of people thought it was just the shadow vision thing. You remember when he did the shadow, the endless loop type of thing, yeah, right? That would yeah. eventually break the thing. But it turned out, you know, it was something completely different. Uh, but I agree with you guys. I mean, I, I think there's a certain line that you can't cross. And I, I mean, I th- I'm, I'd be shocked if he, I don't know if he agreed with it or not. I, I mean, I, I'm not sure. There was some talk that he w- didn't really agree with it. But um, I don't know. I, I don't know that for a fact. So yeah, I mean, I, I think the best, um, the, the best way to do it would be if he discovered a bug, yeah. uh, create video clips about it, report it to Blizzard, then after they fix the problem, then he posts the videos. I don't know if that's realistic, but I think that would be the best yeah. way to do it, if possible. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe they all establish some type of process moving forward. But, um, but yeah, so Toast just... Becoming even more infamous. <laughs> infamous, he's a bad boy now, too. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think from the standpoint of uh, news, I think we're done with the news. So um, we, we do have a uh, quick little trailer that we want to show from Game Coach. Again, Game Coach is sponsoring this episode. And here's a quick word from them. We'll be right back. Here at Game Coach, we have a variety of games such as League of Legends, Hearthstone, CSGO, Overwatch, and many more to come in the future. When you have picked a game of your liking, simply choose one of our fantastic coaches by clicking on his or her profile. Here you will see background information and their calendar availability for a lesson. Starting a lesson is super easy. Coordinate with your coach and meet up on Discord, and then jump on a voice channel and begin your journey to becoming legendary. Game Coach. Just drew it. All right. Well, thanks again for Game Coach for sponsoring the episode. And check it out, game-coach.com, and you know, sign up for coaching uh, with the Value Town promo code, which will give you 10% off. All right, Mechatorks Workshop, guys. All right, Mechatorks it's been a while. Workshop. This might be y'all's first time. This is your first time doing Mechatorics, right? Yeah, yeah amazing. I'm quite a, I kind of liked it, like making it's your own content. Yeah, 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 I'd love to. Blizzard, if you're listening, I would love to be here. To That's right. Yeah, That's right. All <laughs> <laughs> right. I went through and like Oops. put a lot of effort into like yeah. what photos I got for it too. <laughs> right. I was like, I'm going to do this. It's not easy. As pretty as I can. Yeah, it's not easy finding pictures, man. It's it's totally hard. Well, uh, I want to start off with a couple that we got um, last week, and um, just a you know a couple cards that we received from uh, some of the fans. And uh, first one we have here, and this is from Raydan, I believe, uh, just to kind of celebrate, you know, Allie and and Jackie joining the the show. We've got mm. a, a ten mana. Is it a hunter card? What is this? This is like an aqua card. It's a terrible card. It's aqua. It's, aqua. it's a terrible card. No. We're trying no, to bring value it. back to it. Hunter. We're trying to bring no, Hunter back, right? Uh, but it's a value to the town. It's a legendary. Add Jackie Chant and Ali Straza to the show. So, uh, yeah, that's nice. I love it. Oh, no, I love it. <laughs> yeah, thank thanks you very much. It. Yeah, thanks for yeah. making this. I, I, yeah. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, feel at home now. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's so cool. I'll print it out. I like how it's like this room full of gold and and treasures and things like that. Yeah, the artwork's pretty legit. I know, totally. Uh, So yeah, also another couple cards here that uh, had a pretty a very interesting premise concept: Uh, the gates of Ogremar and then the gates of Stormwind. And one's a warrior, of course, 
with the Orgrimmar one. And then the other one is a Paladin. So the Orgrimmar one reads, change the battlefield to Orgrimmar. As long as it is Orgrimmar, your minions have Enraged plus two attack. And then the other one is the Gates of Stormwind. Change the battlefield to Stormwind. As long as it is Stormwind, your minions have a plus one, plus one. And I believe what he's talking about is like the bat when the battlefield, the, the actual background, you know, the, the game board <laughs> changes, it, it ends up buffing your characters. And it'd be kind of cool if it buffed a particular race of characters too, right? Like with Ogremar, it would be all the, the orcs and, you know, things like that. <clears throat> What yeah. do you guys think of this? Yeah, this is a super cool idea. Especially super cool, the, right? um, I like the, the Paladin one. It's almost like in a mist collar. You play it, and then yeah, all your minions yeah, yeah. in your deck become plus right. one, plus one. It's like that, right. but like better, because every minion you have yeah. gets plus one, plus one. And, and then yeah. I guess if this was a thing, maybe it'd, have even, maybe it'd even have one for each class, and each class could change their board yeah. to a certain. Yeah, that'd be I don't cool. know. Yeah. I, I think the, the concept of... You know, I don't, we haven't really had anything related to the, to the battlefield, so I just mm -hmm. think that you know, just coming up with this idea is super super cool. So good job. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I think this would be sick. I don't know how you would balance it like perfectly, but I just I like the the idea. At least it's a start, to kind of doing something super cool and different. Yeah, having it permanently upgrade your minions might be right, yeah, a little like, rough, but little rough. Um, yeah. <laughs> but if you could pick, like, I guess a certain you know, tribe of, of cards or, um, I mean, we don't have a concept of race, so it, it would probably be a race of cards. And if you could, if this yeah. was legendary, I think it would be better too, because you could only have That's obviously true. one of it and, and it wouldn't be as consistent, but yeah, yeah. I, I like that whole like teleporting to another world, you know, having the game board actually mm -hmm. interact with it. That's actually really cool. Mm -hmm. And, um, <laughs> it'd be funny if just even the little plants and stuff on the boards could do something to your cards too. Wouldn't that be funny if, if, environmentally yeah, could cool. start could they actually do this like i, I yeah. think it's they could do it oh, it's just it would get well, away from the you, yeah. yeah you could do one for different races as well so you could have maybe even like a like a dragon's lair or something yeah like yeah, yeah dragons yeah, get some kind of buff like. yeah yes yeah. molten core could be like something ridiculously cool for uh, elementals and stuff that's but a cool yeah. idea yeah i like I, I, I thought it was a great idea um yeah so kudos to you guys, uh, or at least Radan for sending that in. Um, so job. next up, we've got Ali. She has two it's portals my card. here. Yeah. So the dark yes, portal. Well, yes. Okay. So it's it's actually my take on what I like a new take on a warlock quest because I just don't think the warlock quest is really strong. And I was trying mm -hmm. to think of something that could you know could be cool for warlock because we all know it's in a bad place right now. So I was sort of thinking of like an Emperor Thorastan, like um, handlock style, you know, you spend the first, you know, four turns, you know, tapping, mm -hmm. um, and then you get this, you know, you open the portal and you get this three mana reduction. And I'm not sure like how, if this is just too OP or not strong enough, yeah. um, <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not idea. sure. But um, I just thought the idea of, you know, kind of having an Emperor Thorislam type of effect on your entire hand could be, could be, could be really cool. Okay, so I this is know. a quest reward. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay, okay. so open the Dark Portal is the card, and okay, then the Dark Portal is the, it's like open the Waygate and then the yeah. Waygate. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so that was, yeah. that was my idea. I think I, it's. Yeah, I think a cost reduction, I mean, 
warlocks tend to have a ton of cards in their hands, right? I mean, just, right. Yeah, like, you're always going to have eight or nine or shoot ten most of the time. So, uh, yeah, this cost reduction, I think it'd be super good. <laughs> like, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy good. Like, good. <laughs> like, <laughs> just play it and then just empty a hundred. Can I just say that warlock has always been and will oh, probably always be my favorite class? So maybe I was, like, trying to make it a little too broken here. So maybe it needs to be more expensive or the reduction needs to be I mean, Warlock needs all the help it can get right now. Right. Maybe just smacking some OP card in it could actually yeah. help a lot. Well, it has yeah. to be more than one because, you know, the Druid one is basically one, right? So, yeah. um, you know, two or three. I, yeah, I mean, I could see I could see that. Yeah, they, I think they, it, it, they would need it right now. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it would mostly go to mostly go to spells, though, right now, I feel like. There's just so many spells that in, in Warlock mm. that people are using. Um, but I like sure. it. Yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, I, I think that... <laughs> I think that anything to help their quest right now would be better <laughs> than yeah, what it exactly. is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, anyway, that's my take. <laughs> cool, man. No, that's definitely great first card from Allie. <laughs> and yes, thank awesome. you. All right, so I came up with one that was... I, the name isn't the best, okay? So, I mean, I, I was trying to come up with something that's like transfusion you know, type of thing, but I came up with Soul Fusioner and... At first, at first, I was going to say, I'm just going to call it Soul Fusion. But then I'm like, wait, okay. I have a body. I can actually call it something. It's, it's actually a, per, you know, a thing. So I yeah, call right. it Soul Fusioner. Uh, it's a one-drop, a one-one um, body, and it's an uh, epic card. Battlecry, discard... Actually, uh, it should... The grammar's bad because I had it as two originally. Discard one card from your hand and draw one card. So um, the purpose Start. is to help the... The discard quest right and just the discard mm-hmm. so it helps you cycle i mean and, and it helps you you know get obviously one closer to the uh the quest completing the quest without actually losing a card because that that's the challenge right now right you have this this conflict or this conflicting type of um gameplay which is you you know discarding generally is bad for you right there's a few cards that may that are good like silverware and, and things like that but for the most mm-hmm. part discard is bad but when right. you're trying to complete the quest, it's good, <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. yeah, So and then you run oh, out of cards. Yeah, yeah, right. Like you, and it, you can run out of cards because you're discarding, and then you have to live tap, and then it just becomes like this crazy inefficient type of loop, you know, that that can happen. So I think more of these kind of cards that that essentially just move your timer up one, you know, and yeah, you lose a card, but you know you're getting a card back, so you actually still have ammo to discard. Yeah, it's, I mean, you can do some really cool stuff with it if you like. Uh, I mean, even just like Malkazar's Imp Coin Soul yeah. Fusion, it would be really, yeah. really nice. Or like just playing it on turn one and getting really lucky and pulling Silverware Golem. <laughs> yeah. Pretty broken, but, uh, yeah, I think it was. I yeah, originally like, had it as two cards, but then I was like, oh, no, that's too good. Yeah. That's way too good. <laughs> yeah. No, I like it, though. I feel like the discard. The disco lock he needs needs something more. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I, I really like it. I feel like it's good. Yeah, I actually one of the what the cards I've created is uh, similar to well similar to this in terms that it's it's trying to improve discard warlock, but it's more of a yeah. Let's uh, talk about it. I'll, uh, an aggro discard card rather than a slow quest warlock. Card. Right. So it's grant it's called fear, right? Grant fear. Yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. bring, bring, <laughs> bring it up here. Grant I love fear. how we're all trying to help Warlock out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, 
They need the love Grand here. Fear. Okay, so Grand Fear, why don't you uh, describe this to us? Or just, so um, three mana, when you play or discard this, give your minions plus one, plus one. If discarded, return to your hand. So oh, you nice. can use it as three mana plus one, plus one to all your minions, which is obviously pretty underpowered for what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Or you can discard it, and it buffs everything you have on the board, and then it goes back into your hand again. So it's similar to Zavas. Um, where it goes back into your hand Ooh, again. Ooh, yeah. And then, Jack, so this is actually you. a really good card. I like that, yeah. I like yeah. it so much. Like no, no, no. Yeah. This card was called Blizzard. I'm just kidding. I like the name too. I like no, the name as well. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I think it would probably end up being too OP, but... Yeah. But, uh, what is... Let me think. What it, if it costed four? What did... I don't know. I like it at three. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's... I mean, it's good. There's no question it's good. I don't know if it's OP, mm. though. I mean, you. I feel like Disco Lock play. is. Yeah. I feel like Disco Lock is not in a good spot. So if you gave it a card like this, like even though this might be really good, I don't think it would like break the, the meta. You know, like it'd be it'd be okay. Yeah. So I I love it. I think it's. Great. I think one of the problems with Disco Lock is that even in in a more aggressive list is that you don't have many cards you want to discard. You literally only have right. Silver Golem and then Zabas. So between three True. cards in your entire deck that you actually want to discard so i think if they brought out one more card that uh was good to discard so you had five i think that would like significantly improve the deck and maybe something like this which is a a bit different and like buffing instead of actually putting a minion on the board i mean i i I, I like those i mean I, i like this card a lot too because it has um you know not only are do you benefit from discarding this card. You know, like, there's some cards where you discard it and it just comes back on the board, right? And, and it's very, very clear. The nice thing about this is that there's two elements of preparing to play this card or to discard this card, which is you have to put some minions on the board, right? Uh, mm. Unless you're talking about giving your minions in your hand, plus one, plus one, but I was assuming it was something on the board. So you have to prepare the board to be the, a certain way, and then you have to prepare your hand to be a certain way so you can discard it, right? So from a skill cap standpoint, it's it's very high, you know, in trying to optimize yeah. this. Mm-hmm. So I, I do like that. I, I like that a lot. And Disco Lock has a hard time keeping minions on the board. So I don't even yeah, think the plus yeah. one, plus one would be that crazy powerful. Yeah, I mean, you could use your Soul Fusion or on turn That's one. Right. Yeah, That's just right. Discard Grand Fear and have a one mana two two. <laughs> be over. Yeah. Totally over. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, nicely okay. done. I like, I like it. Yeah, I really like this card. This card is really good. Um, okay, so we have a, I have another card here that was more of a fun card, but it's called Sir Goya. <laughs> so he's, Sir Goya. He's a he's a panda. Like he's oh. he's the husband of Madame Goya, who who has to go to war a lot. But Sir Goya goes to war a lot, so Madame Goya's at home, obviously running her brothel. Of of pandas or, what, or whatever it is <laughs> that she's running. No, I don't think she runs a brawl. She runs some kind of drug ring or something. I, I forget what it is. But um, yeah, so Sir Goya is you know associated with Madame Goya, but uh, he's a three mana three four. Uh, it's a classless card, so it's a neutral card, and it's a, it's a legend, so you can't run two of them. Battlecry swap a random minion, a random friendly minion with a random enemy minion. So I was originally going to, I was going to limit it to like a certain classes. I just couldn't decide what class to limit it to. So uh, I figured, okay, I will just throw it out there as a neutral. And then of course there's some classes that are OP, Oof. like Shaman, right? Or, or uh, Paladin that can hero power and throw stuff out and trade with you kind of thing. But, um, but yeah, so it's meant to be a crazy powerful card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
No, I mean, I, I like it. I like it, but it, it definitely seems like Sylvana, Sylvanus powerful. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that yeah. type of power level. Yeah, I mean, you have to um, swap a minion. So you'll have to have a minion on the board. And that's why I mean, like, like people that can, like the classes that can hero power, obviously is hugely beneficial. But if mm-hmm. we made it one of the other classes, I, I couldn't decide which class. So maybe we can decide, but... You know, like a, like a druid. Okay, I see what you're like saying. A, yeah, something. It might else. be too good as a neutral. Yeah, yeah. shaman and paladin. It would probably be just, just broken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so it's like you're swapping it in on the board. So they have to have a minion, and you have yeah, to have a minion. So, yeah, yeah. You both have to have a minion, right? And mm-hmm. you know, there'll be moments where obviously it'll be RNG-ish, you know, type of thing. You know, where yeah. yeah. But um, it could be good with um, you know, the five mana two two that deals five damage and then has a death rattle. Deal five to your face. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh my god! I can't remember what it's. What? Is it bomb squad or is it? It yeah, might be bomb, bomb squad. Yeah, yeah, I think it's bomb squad. Bomb squad yeah, but it'd be, yeah, it's bomb squad. It's the worst thing. Really good with that. Portal. That's the only thing I know. Yeah, yeah. Gonna get. Yeah, yeah. That would be yeah, pretty. Oh cool. my gosh. That could be pretty. No, cool. I like. I like it though. Like you could do some crazy things. I think. Um, yeah, yeah. This might be not be the best implementation of it, but I like something about swapping things. Um, yeah. Maybe if it was something where it was like you can't swap things that you play that turn, you can only swap things that, that mm-hmm. were on the board already. Um, but okay. there's something to do with that, you know, like like manipulating I mean, in that way. In like a paladin or a shaman, this would literally be like a, a five mana mind control, but with yeah. a three four body attack. Exactly. Right? Steal whatever you like. So this would actually be broken in paladin like, or shaman. Like mind control. Yeah. At least I got a totem. it's like wow yeah it's probably too overpowered but uh, i figured the idea was kind of a fun one um and then i love the artwork yeah yeah the the name i think is the best part of it (laughs) the circle (laughs) okay jackie you've got one last one here which is uh raptor egg yes we got jackie coming up with another egg for but yeah, actually this one's to be some kind of egg. Yeah, this one's for the hunter class though. This one's not for the druid. <laughs> so Yeah, so I think one of the main problems with Hunter right now is Hunter relies on being ahead, but Hunter isn't good enough at getting ahead. So having a one drop that is kind of difficult to remove is I think really good. Because you have like Alley Cat right now, but then if you're against Pirate Warrior and they have an Azoth first mate. You just instantly lose because they right. daggy one of them and then patches the other one and then the pirate way just snowballs from there and Hunter doesn't really have a chance. Whereas this isn't really threatening, so it wouldn't be like a, a face hunter deck, but it's more of a, like a, a mid range hunter card. But it's like something you can play on turn one and then on turn two do something like Dire Wolf maybe um, and then pop it and then have a nice tempo swing on turn two. The Raptors would probably be beasts, um, but it could even be like like a more, more token style. Uh, Hunter, where you can play like Defender of Argus, that kind of thing as well. Maybe at that at that point, though, would it be more aggro than mid range? Because I feel like if you're going to play Direwolves and stuff, I feel like maybe I like it though. I think it's really so, cool. I mean, how how is is this better or worse than Alley Cat? I think it's better. You really? I think it's better. You actually think? It's I mean, if you're if you're running a certain style of deck so if you're playing things right. like Ar- argus's and dire wolves and mm-hmm. uh things of i mean maybe the egg could even be a beast and then you could use like uh cracking razor more on it yeah yeah that's there you go there we go mm-hmm. yeah maybe that, that would, would make, make it more it interesting good enough 
But, make hyena um, dangerous, even more dangerous too. So. Yeah, but I think that the, one of the problems with Hunter now is just having minions that stick on the board, so you can kind of start to snowball. And Hunter can't do that as well as other classes. So having something that's sticky without just giving them like a, a one mana two three or something, um, I think mm-hmm. is kind of the way Hunter should go. To yeah, I mean, Alley Cat into you know Razor. Mo- that's that's a really good play. Um, it's just against yeah. Warrior. It's if not. it survives. It's just not good against like, Warrior. Yeah. It, and Maelstrom Portal against yeah, um, yeah. Shamans. So. That's true. Yeah. That's true. It's like they need a mm. one, two. But yeah, I, I like that. I mean, I, I, d- I definitely like the fact that it, it at least protects against Maelstrom, too. Um, yeah, so this and like is, going second is kind of awkward if you have one drops. Like, you, you'd like... They'll play their one drop, then you'll play Alley Cat, and then they'll just kill both your Alley Cats, and then it's, yeah. mm-hmm. it's kind of awkward. So, so another grandmother essentially. This is almost very similar to a grandmother that, um, mm. you know, that, yeah. but you'd have to buff this, though. You wouldn't be able to attack this unless you, you buffed it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I, I definitely, Hunter needs something. Absolutely. <laughs> if it was a beast, I think it was a beast, it'd make a huge difference. Like having the, the Razor yeah, Maw for sure. Yeah, it'd probably work. That, if but... you can play Razor Maw, you can use Hammaster on it. Timber yeah. Wolf would work with it. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you can also Raptor Red Turn 1 and then Coin and get Leoc Turn 2. Seems good. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's actually true. Forgot about the Animal camp Companion synergy there. That's huh? true. Always Leoc, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Always Leoc. That's the one that always comes out. Oh, man. Uh, okay. Well, anyways, that that concludes Mechatorx Workshop. Uh, again, um, you know, we're starting it up. All the patrons definitely send your uh, cards in, and we'll obviously patrons always get first priority. But um, you know, if you're a fan also and want to send in some of your cards, go ahead and do that too. We'll we'll definitely take a look, and if uh, it seems like something cool, we'll definitely show it that week. Let's talk some questions, some Q&A from uh, just a mixture, actually some of our patrons and some of our um, just regulars out there. And Ahmed N., who is our regular emailer, has a question. What are the drawbacks for Blizzard for having a free card rotation when some epics and legend cards are available to try for a week? So um, uh, is there any drawbacks for them to you know, give us like these type of trial you know, like some games like MOBAs, right? They let you try out characters mm-hmm. for a week or two for free. And then the whole point is to try to entice you to purchase them, right? Or to to buy it with whatever currency that you have. Um, should they do that with Hearthstone cards? I don't know how this would work, really, in a card game. I'm trying... I'm trying I mean, I think to. It'd be pretty easy. They would just make everybody has the ability to play. Right, um, right. Yeah, I think um, it would. I mean, they'd probably like, make less money. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably be the main reason for not doing it. Yeah. Um, I think it would also. I think make less people play arena because um, a lot okay. of the reason people play arena is to play these cards that they don't have. Um, so that could be one potential downside. Okay, I. I don't know. But I don't see much of. I don't see much of a downside. I think. Yeah. Oh, I, I, okay. Another downside. Um, as soon as you do that, everyone's going to be playing the same deck. Um, everyone's going to be. Yeah, as soon as you yeah, make yeah. Uh, Antonidas free, everyone's going to be playing Antonidas. Uh, right. I would say that's a neg. Okay, so I would say that's the one negative for that is that mm. you you could have this this migration to certain decks and really throw off just all, all the data, right? Like even if you have this kind mm. of spike 
in the data, it, it does throw off the entire set for the month, you know? So mm-hmm. um, it, it, it would uh, manipulate it in that way. But I don't know. I feel like it's not a bad idea. I mean, for, I mean, just my gut reaction to it is that it, it doesn't seem like it would be that bad of an idea. Uh, and I don't, I don't think it would affect arena so much if it's just like one card, you know, like a different week. It's just like one card and you could be careful about it too. Like if you picked a certain card, it's kind of like they're really careful with giving away the golden free card right now. Right. If they were Mm -hmm. careful about it too, then they, they might, it might not be such huge swings, you know, in, in certain decks. And, um, I think it does encourage people to buy, you know, more, packs and things if they play with a card for a week and they really enjoy some some priest deck let's say let's say we talk about a deck on this show and then they're able to build it with this free card and then like a week later they can't play it anymore then i, I feel like people would be enticed to to pay and try to get some dust to to, to build that is it. true actually yeah. i didn't look really uh, i didn't look at it from that side but and i guess it would just be nice for players <laughs> to you know to if they, you know, if they can't afford to get that legendary and they can play with this really cool you know new card i mean mm-hmm. i guess i don't really see like too many major downsides it's just a matter of you know they do it or not but I don't yeah know. but um i mean i think it's a case of if they make lots lots of cards free for a week for example then um people will think oh there, there's loads of cards that are going to be free this week or oh, i'll yeah. try and lift different loads next week uh, and i'll never need to buy any packs ever again yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah or they, they can either bunch. do it yeah. or they can do it with very few um in which case it will be the problem of if they did say two or three, um, those cards would suddenly see a lot of play and a yeah. lot of people would be. Do you ever yeah. think that this could be like, I don't know if this is a terrible idea or not, uh, but promo for a legendary in the new expansion? Like they let people like play with. with yeah, they with, did it with Megasaur type. Like they, well, oh, Volcano Oh, sorry. Volcanosaur. They already did that. that. Yeah. Sorry, my yeah. bad. That, they did do this. It, uh, that was days. really good, though. Yeah, that was. That yeah, was, yeah. Was sorry, sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, no, but, but yeah, yeah, so to your point, Allie, it, it works well. Mm-hmm. It, it works yeah. really well. Yeah. And that card easily I mean, wasn't necessarily that good. I mean, it was okay. It's an okay card, but it's not like one of the mm-hmm. best cards. And we everybody yeah. was playing it. So Yeah, I mean, that's a quite good point, actually, because when that did, it, it was it was like a two or three day period where there was just Volcano Soul that you could play. And everyone <laughs> yeah. was trying it. I was out of town, things. so I couldn't do it. Yeah, it was great. Exactly. I was trying like Kuhn, Aviana, Volcano Soul, Druid. Like, it was great. So maybe, I mean, <laughs> with that kind of reasoning, maybe it could be good if it was, if it, it would have to be kind of a neutral card that they mm-hmm. allowed yeah. to be played every week that could maybe be played in a few different decks rather mm-hmm. than be a very specific card that's yeah um, good at one specific thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for the question, Ahmed. Uh, Brenton asks, Heroes of the Storm 2.0 seems to be a huge success, which I agree with that. It seems like a lot of people going back to playing Heroes of the Storm now. I enjoyed the game before, but now I'm really loving it. The loot boxes seem quite generous, and the UI has improved, and things seem to be so much more fun and intuitive. On the other hand, <laughs> Hearthstone seems quite stingy to me, as it's it's been from a or as if it was from a different company. Uh, he goes on, and I understand CCG mentality that collecting cards is part of the fun. I remember people complaining, and he, he kind of goes on and talks about like different things, um, just about I guess you know paying for just paying for certain things of Hearthstone. And uh, anyways, he concludes with, "Do you think that Hearthstone could benefit from something similar to?" Heroes of the Storm 2.0. If so, what would you like to see in Hearthstone 2.0? Um, can I? Yeah, go for it. Can I say? Can I say this? I think yeah. 
the reason why they're doing this is Hearthstone's in a really good spot. You know, they just had 70 million uh, users or whatever it was. Accounts, yeah. And so I think with Heroes of the Storm 2.0, like, I don't think Heroes of the Storm was in that great of a position. So they're doing all of this stuff to promote you to play Heroes of the Storm 2.0, you know? So I feel like that's kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, like... Hearthstone is on the stingier side, but it's kind of forward to be on the stingier side because it's, you know, doing better. But I, like I said, I think Heroes of the Storm 2.0, like I even played it and I've never played Heroes of the Storm before. And, <laughs> I, had, <laughs> and I had a lot of fun. Like I actually really, really enjoyed it. But I feel like they're, they're doing all of these things to, to promote people to play. So, I, that, I don't, yeah, yeah, that's just kind of my... my I mean, I... I've never played Heroes of the Storm. Could you guys briefly explain what they've kind of done or brought out new, or is it is there anything changed, or is it just the same as it used to be? Um, so I I I'm not an expert in Heroes of the Storm either. Like you know, I, I've only played it to like complete right. quests and you know things for Overwatch and and even yeah. Hearthstone whenever there there is promotional stuff. But um, I mean, they definitely do have loot boxes and that kind of system, and it seems like you do just get more stuff. You know, like. More mm-hmm. stuff than Overwatch, right. more stuff than than Hearthstone from these loot boxes, and you know, just when you win, and you, you're coming back from a Was long it time ago. That way? I, I mean, I think you do get stuff, but you know, you've gotten stuff before. But I, I mean, like, again, I can't really speak to how the frequencies change or things like that. Um, right. I mean, I feel like the UI is a little bit different. It it's still not. I still don't love the UI, to be honest. Of Hero of the Storm, I, I don't feel like it's. I don't know. It, it seems less. Um, how do I put it? I don't want to say like it's it's more amateur looking, but it, it doesn't look as <laughs> as refined. It just does. It doesn't like to me. Right. You know whether it's like the font or just just whatever it is. It just doesn't look as stylized as Hearthstone and Overwatch is. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think you know that's part of it. You know I'm not sure. Anyways, like I don't know, but for sure I've heard feedback that they, a lot of people like the changes. And, um, you know, I, I think the number of players in Heroes of the Storm has gone up uh, probably a, a decent yeah. amount recently. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably, it would, they would probably, if Hearthstone suddenly had a massive decline of players and it started going down the drain, yeah. then, you know, they'd probably do something similar. They'd do something where they give players cards or it mm-hmm. costs less money and kind of to try and get people back into the game. But right now, they don't need to do that. Exactly, it's expensive yeah. as hell, and people are still playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Blizzard just don't really have a reason to do that. I completely agree that it is, uh, it is pretty expensive to... Uh, it's not ideal. Yeah. Right now. So I, but, brought, uh, I brought up this exact idea uh, back when... When did I bring up this idea? I think it was around Gadgetzan... Or maybe before Gadget, when people were just very unhappy. Like, it was during a time where a lot of, you know, like, most of the player base was just, at least the profession, the competitive Thank player base reason. was very, yeah, <laughs> very unhappy. And I brought up the fact, uh, the the idea that I think Hearthstone 2.0 uh, could be something that they consider. And, you know, just as a, a separate product release. You know, and the reason I brought it up at the time was just that, you know, if they felt that they were in a place where a lot of legacy cards, you know, a lot of the the classic cards that they just felt they they can't just get rid of, right? Like mm-hmm. they feel like they're just so far down it, there that that there are there is some content that they just can't get rid of, then coming out with a completely new product is a way to start over, 
you know, and, and do that, you know, and get rid of some of those mistakes and just start from, you know, start from scratch. Now, if you were to do that, you have to include huge features, you know, like tournament mode and, you know, things yeah. that aren't currently in the game uh, to, to pull that off, you know, to actually have the, the playing community, you know, not rage on you like you're greedy bastards. I can't believe you're like, you know, creating a whole new game and all of us that have spent thousands of dollars have to spend, more, you know, more money just like this guy over here. So, um, uh, you know, that that's the biggest negative to it is that people are going to feel like, oh, my God, we've already invested this much money and now we got to like buy it again. It's yeah. crazy. But I think from a standpoint of correcting mistakes and things like that, you know, that's a that's a, a method of doing that. I feel like their trans transition to to doing the whole standard and wild thing and also rotating cards into the Hall of Fame is kind of their happy medium take on a Hearthstone 2.0, you know, sort of in a little in a little mm. respect. Yeah. Yeah, and I I'm so you know, that was six months ago you know what i mean i think right mm -hmm. now with the current state of it they've done a lot they've done a ton in the last six months you know in terms okay. of you know giving us stuff obviously the reset you know these new cards and you know there's different concepts and things that they're trying um you know i, I think the the general state of hearthstone has improved except for arena <laughs> the arena, arena goes from like that's so wrong <laughs> No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> outside of arena, I think the general state of Hearthstone is so good. You know, is much better than it was. So yeah, I agree. I don't think we're yeah. in that state where we need a Hearthstone two point right now. No, I mean, I think there was a phase where Hearthstone did go for a bit of a lull when Shaman just dominated everything, um, ladder and tournaments, and it was a bit uh, frustrating. Mm -hmm. But right now, Hearthstone is great. There's so much stuff it's to do, so many different decks. Yeah, Hearthstone is great right now. I, I love Hearthstone. Every single time I like play the game, I'm like, oh, what about that? Oh, I haven't done that yet. Yeah, oh, exactly. I need to play this. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Absolutely. But yeah. yeah, I think the sad truth is just um, Blizzard have no need to give you anything because people are spending money, people exactly. are still playing the game. Mm -hmm. um, they have no reason to to give you stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah capitalism yeah <laughs> yeah, exactly. capitalism, yeah 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 um, right? yeah yeah so uh, i think that's the only questions that we've got for this week so if you guys want to email them again email them to valuetown at chamev.tv and we'll we'll check them out uh one thing I do want to do is uh, give a shout out to some of the iTunes folks that have left us five star reviews. For those of you who might not know, Valley Town is an audio podcast too, so you can find us on your, you know, all your Apple devices on iTunes as well as Google Play and SoundCloud too. If you just want to listen to us on your PC, but uh, one way to help the show, you know, if you can't contribute to the Patreon, is to just go to iTunes, take a minute or two, leave us a nice, you know, five star review, and you know. Lots of people leave these awesome messages for us too. That makes us feel good. And I want to give a shout out to Go Tommy Goes and Breakdown One Fourteen for doing that. Uh, really appreciate it, guys. And it helps people find Value Town when they're searching for Hearthstone uh, in, in iTunes because SEO, all that good stuff. I'm not sure we know how it works, but I'm sure these ratings help it. I'm just assuming that it probably helps. So if you can help out that way, that would be amazing. Uh, but yeah, guys, I think that's going to be it for this week. Um, that's a wrap. Yeah, yeah that's a wrap. Uh, Jackie, want to do some shout outs? Where can people find you outside of this channel that we're watching the show? Um, yeah, F2K underscore Jackie is my, uh, my Twitter where I post all my decks, all that kind of stuff. Awesome. Um, obviously, my channel, uh, where I stream regularly. 
and uh, great to be on the show permanently. Yes. It's, uh, it's good. It's good. Yeah, you're starting to get it. relaxed. Oh, you know, kind of shout out to Page Karma as ever. Helping us live yeah. the dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both F2K. of these. Guys here. That's right. Yeah, exactly. uh, Allie, um, want to do some shout outs? Yeah, so uh, just twitch.tv slash Allie Straza. If you can spell Straza correctly, you know, a lot of people <laughs> spell it wrong. But um, yeah, so I stream Monday through Friday, 8 to 2, and my Twitter is F2K underscore Allie as well. So yeah, you can see yeah, it right there, too. It's like, yeah, it's right line. there. It's That's right, right there. That's right. It's kind of easy to remember Jackie's mind because we got the. FK. That's right. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, thank you. Yeah, so. Awesome. I want to give a shout out to just both of you guys for doing the show this week with me and everybody for watching. Uh, I'm going to be in, in well, I'm going to be flying out to E3 and doing a streamer showdown on Thursday uh, at 4 p.m. on the Twitch channel. So twitch.tv slash twitch. And we'll actually be on the Twitch stage live at E3. It'll be our first live streamer showdown so we're super excited to get a chance to do that dj weed's gonna be hosting we're gonna have matt pat who's a huge youtuber uh and uh ezekiel the third who's on um uh, just some of the big podcasts just the general gaming podcast and uh also uh, kelly kelly link who's a one of the the hosts that you see a lot on twitch so they're gonna be playing and we're gonna be doing just e3 like questions in general gaming so um you know we've you, you guys have always seen the hearthstone one but we have you know different editions and this one's just gonna be our first this is actually gonna be our first general gaming one so the the questions have been really hard to to write i have to admit it's been super hard like compared to hearthstone but i think we've come up with a a, a good set so really excited about that definitely tune in there uh, you can find the, the all the vods for this show if you missed any of the show on youtube.com slash so check that out or any of our previous shows like last week or whatever they're all there and you can follow uh, the show twitter at value town gg as well as myself chamanv and um one, one last shout out obviously to game coach for sponsoring the show again and our patrons you guys are the best and um you know definitely check that out at patreon.com slash value town that's going to be it, guys, for this week. So for Jackie, Ali, and myself, Champion B, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye guys. guys.